This episode is dedicated to the one, the only, Mark Boardman of Dungeon Punk's fame. Thank you, young player, for keeping the fires alive. Welcome back to an all-new episode of Full Metal RPG. I'm your host, Brendan Carrion, and today I'm joined by... Adam, your co-host. What up, Adam? How you been, playa? I've been good. How you doing? Dude, it has been a fucking hot minute since we did one of these things, huh? It's been a while. I it's mean, true. We're in the... So we're in that last hurrah before the hell season starts. Oh, yeah, it's true. And so that's the issue, is there's all these events and all this other stuff going on oh, as man. everybody tries to get it in before the summer months come. Dude. And you can't go outside anymore. And so, I, yeah, I don't know about you, but I've been real busy with extracurriculars for the last probably oh, solid month or so. Just I'd, I'd love to make a bunch of excuses about what I've been doing other than this, but they'd just be excuses because the fact of the matter is, and we both know what I've been doing other than this, Warhammer. Paint minis. I've been fucking yep. playing Warhammer. Same. I've been devoting my life to Warhammer. It's fucking pathetic. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's they they've brought the meta forward uh, a long way since the, since I last touched it. Fucking Warhammer is uh, swinging the heavy lumber right now, and it's really hard to not get entranced by what is kicking out. And what's creepy and weird is that like it's not just us. It's like I listen to a lot of podcasts and mm-hmm. a lot of podcasts that are that were just a year ago being like fuck GW and fuck everything that they're doing have been like hey if you notice what's going on with GW because they're doing compelling stuff again super finally. compelling and so it's really cool to see yeah man and um if we if we jump into the old wayback machine here for a second one of the things that you and I bonded over back in our like I mean we were friends already but like in our late teens early 20s we got into that fucking warhammer crack huh yeah, fantasy was warhammer the big fantasy one. we battle. started out doing fantasy yeah, and dude. then we eventually moved into 40k 40k was a couple years later but we were playing that yeah. into the early 2000s before oh, everybody man. just kind of stopped yeah, dude, we um we flirted with War Machine for a little while too. Oh, that was an ugly time. That was a dark I, time. I, I prefer not to remember War Machine. Um, yeah, but this is not a, this is not a Warhammer podcast. And although I consider it to be integral to our gaming history, we're not going to sit here and bore a bunch of people who don't care about Warhammer. No, right. with, but I mean, with, with, if, the, if with just our in terms of gaming of companies, who else has? A pedigree like Games Workshop. No, does. no one. Who else has been around? No one continuously for as long as Games Workshop. Do you know has. that they began as a uh, importer of Dungeons and Dragons into the UK? That was that, that was their sense. that was their original aegis was to import Dungeons and Dragons to be a distributor right. for because I mean Dungeons and Dragons Dungeons is still Dragons. around, but it's been it's been through so many companies that it's yeah. not it doesn't have a continual lineage like Games Workshop does. The original White Dwarf magazine was essentially like a fanzine that was full of articles about Dungeons and Dragons. Well, that was the same with White Wolf. White Wolf started yeah. out as a fanzine too, and right. it became its own thing, and then it stopped being a thing, and now yeah. it's they're trying to be a thing again. What the, wait? The White Wolf magazine? Are they going to do that again? No, just White Wolf the company. Oh, They're yeah. trying to become a thing again. You know, yeah, they, they've oh, got definitely. All these, audi- all these audacious yeah. demands about we're going to 
supplant Dungeons and Dragons. Like they we say did that in the they 90s. didn't say that. They said the, the, the oh yeah, they did grade, say they that. They did say that. They and did they say were like, that. We're going to supplant Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> yeah. like we did in the nineties. And I'm like, Woo, dude, how's that going? You missed your boat. You were top dog, and then you you blew it. Yeah, you, you blew, blew it. it. You blew it. Oh man! Killing me. You were the prom king. You were the chosen one. You blew it. You were supposed to defeat the games or whatever. Yeah, right? something. Supposed to defeat Dungeons and Dragons. Mutter, join them. Something. No, they didn't join them either. It doesn't work. My Obi Wan Kenobi thing didn't work. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, that was Obi Wan Kenobi. I didn't yeah, even realize that. You were supposed to shit. defeat the Sith, not join. It's the oh. end of that last. Of oh, the you, oh, horrible the, prequel. The, the third one. Yeah, dude, I never. I only saw that one time in the theater. It was so fucking shitty. I never saw it again. I didn't see it in the theater. I, I actually, I didn't see it until three years after it came out on DVD. Yeah, big mistake. Uh, when I bought the DVD <laughs> set and, oh, uh, and watched it, and I was not. Dude, just weren't good. All, all that shit where they're like jumping on lava and crap. It's just, I mean, it's just like I was just sitting there in the theater and everybody was like, "This is the one that's like yeah, the best one." And I'm like, "This yeah. is fucking stupid. This is just so fucking stupid." I'm like, I contend, like, how is they, it? I contend they got worse as they went along. Dude, I agree. I, I went and saw Phantom Menace. Then I saw Attack right? of the Clone. Right? I saw Phantom Menace in the theater. Mm-hmm. I saw Attack of the Clones as soon as it came out on DVD, and I didn't even see. Revenge of the Sith until years down the line because that's how bad. And everybody told me about, oh no, it's really good. And they're right, like, oh, right. really? and they're like, this is the one that redeems it. The like, first so full of it space battle scene in that okay. movie is really cool. It's okay. Um, and that then part everything where they after crash that on Coruscant, and yeah, it's, it's like garbage. A, yeah. Oh my, it, come on. Yeah. Everything it, oh, from Count God. Dooku when Count Dooku shows up on. Is a uh, pile of garbage. Yeah, and I didn't need to see it. Right. So, uh, to be anyway. totally honest, I don't even really remember what happens in it aside from that space battle and then the part at the end. The rest of it is is, is out of my brain. But don't tell me what happens. I don't want to know. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> you know, you don't want to recall point, it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, the movie fucking sucks. Anyway, so um, yeah, so you know, we we haven't been on lately. We actually record some episodes. We it's did. Not we like just we, haven't released them. Yeah, we just haven't released them. They're kind of like like Prince albums That's or something. Right. They're just like in the vault. Or we're like Machiavelli, Forever. like Tupac. We're just we're holding on to them. We're holding we're on to drop them. Drop them one day. Yeah, after we fake our deaths yeah. and like go to live on a secret Costa island. Rica, yeah. yeah, and yeah. become members of Illuminati. Um, great. Super Jay-Z great. And Beyonce. Yeah, gonna be man. There. We'll we'll put we'll drop that one along with that terrible Ravenloft game. Like, <laughs> be like, here it is, the lost files. Anyway, um, some people definitely wrote us over the time when we were gone, and we, they were like, "Hey, you guys doing the long slow fade away? You doing the like Gen X loser retreat?" And we were like, "No, we're not doing that. We're just lazy bastards." Yeah, Bork Gore hit me up on Instagram. Yeah, I was like, man. "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw sorry, that. Dude. So, um, we actually recorded this in a previous episode that is unreleased where we said what up to orc gore well, it, it was orc stain back then though the, so it was a different did, name he did he change, had to change it, it he because changed the it. comic had that name so. right right and i think people found it confusing right. um yeah but now he's orc gore on instagram and i would highly recommend getting out there and uh following him on insta he had a really nice tank piece recently Ho- homie's been kicking out the yeah, jams really like nice. for as long as i've been following him his his style is great and he, i've seen a real like growth in his voice as he's been drawing which is not to say it was bad before just that it's gotten better 
And I just really think he's doing great work, and I hope to continue seeing his great work. I always look forward to it. And he's also a really big supporter of the show, which is yep. which is also nice. It's it's nice when people who are doing cool. We need things. people to kick us in the ass every once in a while. Yeah, we. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. You know. I mean. I don't know. We took a little break. We did a little hiatus. We got out of our system. Um. So what have we been up to in the in the lost months, Adam? I mean, aside from painting Warhammer toys, right? So which we're not going to talk about. There was a ton of that. Um, a ton of I that. also got so, so I've been trying it'll be semi-related but I won't bring up the WH okay uh, I've been <laughs> helping WH. my kids learn to paint miniatures Ooh. okay um, so I bought them a bunch of the and the, the the choice ones to work on right now uh, is if you have kids and are interested in it is get them the Dungeons Dragons miniatures the pre-primed Vallejo ones they're oh. $3.99 yeah you get two per pack and the um, sculpts are really nice. The sculpts are really nice. There's a they little bit boss. of flash on them, so you're going to have to do some kind of cleanup if you care about that. Um, but otherwise, they're really nice. I got a... So I got a giant spider, a pack of... The giant spider was one. A displacer beast was another one that oh, was one. Oh, did you get the displacer beast? Yeah, my son wanted that yeah, one. Julian wanted that one. That's He's, a cool model. Then, uh, that's a good really sculpt. Cool. The little pack of three spiders, uh, and then a pack of orcs. And then for myself, I got the illithid and the gnolls oh i didn't even know there was an illithid yeah there's some illithid i How's put it up on, insta. on that you can check it out on, it's on, on insta Instagram. i didn't yeah. see it i put them up there um it's it's a it's a gallery so you have to click through oh. so it'll be the one with the spiders and then you have to click through then there's some orcs then you click through and then you'll see the the mind flares not smart i'm not so, smart so you can uh check those out they're really nice sculpts and they're really great for painting um yeah, I saw those. Those are a great addition. They kind of took over the spot in our FLGS game, Devo and Tempe. For Reaper? Um, yeah, where the Reaper yeah, stuff was. Reaper? Yeah, Reaper. Once they started getting into that really like crummy plastic. And yeah, that's everybody like, stopped yeah, kinda, selling them. I don't well, see them anywhere You can anymore. still find them over, uh, over on the west side okay. at Imperial Outpost. Because they uh, started doing the weird ones where they were the white plastic and they're yeah, kind of the junky. Bones. Yeah, the I bones. Like they're not good. They're not yeah, good quality. I didn't like, you know, the swords were always bending. Yeah. So the swords were always curved. And I was like, you know what? They're kinda, cheap, but they're very they're inexpensive. Not, they're not good cheap. They're no. just they're just they're yeah. they're they're both cost and quality wise. And cheap. the scale wasn't right. They went from being like twenty eight millimeter to being something like twenty five millimeter. They're much right. smaller, so they didn't blend in with your other twenty eight millimeter models, which I did not care for. Right. So um, they were killing it the, there for a while too. They did they some were, of their chrono the chronoscope or whatever that was models. Yeah. Those were all really awesome. They 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 used to be the go to for adventuring models, but this new um WizKids slash Paizo slash uh fucking uh yeah, whatever it is Watsy or whatever yeah, like they're nice crossover this is a really good um innovation step forward i, I dig yeah. it i dig it yeah what else oh i got a uh, tales from the yawning portal haven't gotten oh you bought that, that. yeah i bought it oh um, cool did you have a uh, storm king's wrath or whatever thunder yeah, revenge I still, I still have the, the... Oh, huh. do you have them all dude do you have the whole collection no i, I don't have I... the out of the abyss or some of the other ones um uh, i have the Against the Giants or whatever it is, and they uplifted yeah. the old Against the Giants in Tales from the Awning Portal. Right, it's just a bunch of uplifts of old adventures. Yeah, yeah, some really lethal dungeons in there too, from what I can tell. Uh, and so it looks really cool. I'd love to get into it some more. Um, I still have Ravenloft to do at some point. Yeah, um, yeah. And I've just been trying to get through my back catalog. So like I really reading them, I was like reading them right. Yeah. So I was focusing yeah. really heavily on my. Uh, my white wolf stuff and i like reading it reading it so i ground my way through all of the 
the 20 books that I have or not. Yeah. Uh, so, right. Yeah. I got, I grabbed my way through all those and um, I got a bunch, I've got shadows of Estrin to read and I've got D and D books to read. I've got the yawning portal and the, um, I actually even, I haven't read the DMG on that either. What the the five the five yeah the five the five fifth DMG. one I haven't read the, the I fifth can't imagine DMG. sitting there like trying to read yeah it. I'm probably like, not gonna a, I'll like just a, flip I mean, that through just it, use it like, as a reference it's probably yeah. not one I'm gonna sit down and read cover to cover but I haven't read uh, the Against the Giants one I haven't read Tales from Yawning Portal and I haven't read Ravenloft so I've got wow. I just have this back catalog of stuff you're you're so yeah but like this is my back catalog of stuff there's like 300 books here it's like I mean I don't I haven't read any of this shit oh and Orpheus. Yeah, which I see over oh, there. I haven't yeah, even touched that. I just so put that up on my shelf cool. and haven't even read through it yet. Well, we got to figure out what we're doing with our games here. We got to get some games going. How yeah. is um? How is uh? <laughs> I Gam- haven't run it. Gamma World. I haven't run Gamma World. I, I, I hesitate. I feel. Yeah. I feel it's kind of awkward. Yeah, it felt so. How, we so what's going? What's going on well. with Gamma World? Is and it then, going to return or is it done? Is it dead, Jim? Be I'd like real. To, I'd like to play Gamma World again. I'd like to at least finish out the main quest line that was in that book. Yeah. Um, and finish it out. And then at some point, you know, there's a couple other games I want to run. I thought about volunteering or signing up to run games, but then the one that was coming up was Comic-Con, and I don't want to go down oh, there. Oh, right. So, um, we, you know, we have a, a Comic-Con here in Phoenix, and according to the promoters, it's quite large. They claim to draw numbers that are similar to when I was attending the San Diego Comic-Con, right. like, fucking 10, 15 years ago. I... I don't know. I mean, so, I, I don't know. Whatever. But so 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 we know Jim Miller. Jim Miller is right. integral to getting to getting, to getting uh, games going together. down there. And uh, he hit me up. I I don't know. I, another guy, Dave Martin from uh, Wrecking Crew, hit me up. I was just kind of like, man, I can't be bothered. I don't I don't want to do it. I just didn't want to go down there. It's not. Yeah, man. It's not a comic con. It's a pop culture con. Well, all comic uh, cons are pop culture cons now. Yeah, That's just the uh, way that they the are. The issue that I have is like when you go to their guest page, they're like, hey, we've got Foggy from the the Daredevil show. Hey, we've got so and so from this Netflix series. Hey, we've got so and so from. Can anyone name me a big comic book guest that is going to be at Phoenix Comic Con? Comics in the name. Dude. Because there's only one I know of that I could find listed anywhere. Is Jim Lee going to be there? No, because I would like cut my own dick off to go down there and see Jim Lee because I love Jim Lee. I'm a big Jim Lee fanboy. Wow. No, but um, but, uh, (laughs) it's Jim Shooter. He's the only guy I could find who was a comic name that was going to be at Phoenix Comic Con. Todd McFarlane lives out here. <laughs> yeah, he, and he's he, not going to be there. He does. He lives in, in the Paradise Valley. South of, oh, did he live, I thought he lived in Gilbert. No, or some I thought shit. he lived in Paradise Valley. Eh, well, whatever. He lived in he Paradise lives, Valley. He lives in the Phoenix metro area. He's yeah, from around and he's here. Not, like, he's not going to be there, and there's no comic guests that are going to be there. And and Comic-Cons, I don't have a problem with Comic Con being aren't a pop about culture comics con. anymore. Just take they the just, comic out of the name. Yeah, dude, 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 this is a matter of semantics and a matter of like how the English language works. I understand. But the word Comic Con now just means giant awesome collage of pop culture and shit. kids dressed like naruto like 98 percent crap you don't want to even deal with yeah, it's just, you and, know and I like mean, the big comic store out here is samurai comics they don't really even sell comics they sell manga and anime and stuff and and there's oh, nothing I, wrong dude, with that i the only comic book store i, I step foot in uh, is ash avenue comics uh-huh. in tempe 
because it's a real comic book store. It's right. a real, actual comic book store that sells comic books and graphic right. novels there's and still, shit. There's Greg's Comics, too. But that <laughs> oh, man, that place dungeon. is pretty real. Yeah. <laughs> that place is... <laughs> that place is the uh, old school, like, Android's a, Dungeon style comic store. very authentico. Very authentico yeah. experience at Greg's yep. Comics. Yeah, I remember last time I went Ooh. in there, I was getting quizzed as to whether or not I should even be in there. Like, really? Yeah. Why? Because of this Minecraft shirt that you're wearing? No, I, I don't know what it was. I think I just exuded an aura of like otherness and they uh, wanted to you know make that, sure i was legit that happened to me a lot when i was in uh los angeles and uh like i was going through my like super rocker phase and i wasn't mm-hmm. actually playing any games i was just like i was just i would go to game stores to hang out and just be like around it like be immersed in the in the i don't know the stench or whatever right. i don't know i just wanted to be near it and uh, i'd go in and i'd like i'd like see people playing games i'd like walk up to them and i'd be like like, hey, man, what are you playing? And they'd look at me all weird because, you know, I was dressed like I just, like, came off Hollywood Boulevard or something. Right. And uh, they'd be like, Warhammer. <laughs> I think they'd be used to that, like, living like, there. Like, 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 leave me alone. Yeah. You know, I was like, like, usually nerds like to talk about nerd shit, but they didn't want to talk to me because I didn't I didn't fit the fit the, the right. stereotype, you, you know. You didn't wear the uniform, man. No, you I didn't, didn't wear the, the uniform. You didn't have the shirt with the pizza stain on it. No, no uh, cargo shorts. Yeah, no cargo shorts, um, sandals. Yeah. But but don't but don't worry, man. I've put on, like, 50 pounds since I got back from that city, <laughs> so, like, they are not turning their backs on me anymore. They're like, oh. Oh, one of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Any hoosies? What's what? So so back to Game of World. Back to Game of World. What's back the what's the, what's the real deal, man? Lay it on me. What, what's going on? It's just been tough because uh, you have Alex's you been have traveling this... a lot, and then Bailey's availability is always really spotty. Um, so and, spotty. And then there's been like f- family stuff on my wife's side that has been. That blew up a couple of our sessions too. Oh, so some real, of it is me. Real world shit, man. Right, real world stuff. And so some of it is me, some of it is other people. Yeah. I, I want to get back to running a game again. And like I said, I thought about going down to to Comic Con just because it would give me a chance to run games that I wanted to run, but I didn't want to invest a lot of time into. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, oh, I could run D twenty uh, Starship Troopers down there and just wow just blast through a real quick adventure with that i could wow. run that even existed <laughs> death watch adventure you know yeah, yeah, yeah it's a little tiny book it's a just a really yeah. tiny it's like the size of that warhammer but it's thick but it's this little tiny book and it was a d20 version of starship troopers that came wow. out with ages ago yeah, i have a with, copy of it with like with like like uh, uh colored pencil kind of like cover right like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, not. It's, it's not. Slick, it right? has very low production values. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh, I could run that. That might be kind of fun, just because you know it's got that nice aesthetic and yeah. it's got you know, a weird political message, and it might just be kind of fun to run. You're, through you're like more that. doing the like Heinlein starship. Yeah, the more the Heinlein, not, and not the like Casper the yay, Van Dien. Uh, yay, uh, fascism. Fascism is great, <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, it, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was planning more on the the Verhoeven version, the the Casper Van Diem one, than the than the Highland. Like, yeah, yay, fascism! It's a totally great do, system. Do you feel like the Verhoeven one had a political message? I felt um, like it was, it was sort of stripped of. I its felt it was just it, it took its hyper nationalism and uh, hyper ethnocentrism, if you want to call that, of the novel. Uh, the novel has has what I would consider to be a pretty pro-fascist kind of sentiment. Well, yeah. Um, and, and I think the Heinlein just amped it up to a ridiculous degree. He just took it to the absurdist level. I, I just feel like, as usual, um, uh, Verhoeven is 
sort of commenting on on like how we consume media and like sort of the very like base nature of of what humanity is. He did have a, that. Would you like to know more? Kind of soundbitey internet thing Dude, going on. People still use. It. Would you like to know right. more? People it was still, great. Yeah, I know, right? He like he he made that for the internet before right. the internet was what was, the, right, what it was what really the a thing. Yeah, yeah, right. It's crazy. It's just, it's a trip. Um. So how about you? Oh what have you been doing? boy. Okay. So. In terms of RPG gaming, this is what I've been doing. I still have my ongoing Giovanni Chronicles game, which is going great. We have had some IRL type issues, like um, with getting together as well. It's so, that time of year. It's, yeah, it it'll is. It'll get better in the summer when nobody wants to. Go, nobody wants to it do is. anything external. They're just all right. Fine, we'll go meet up in an air conditioned building and pretend to be vampires. Yeah, we've 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 had some people have to miss because of. Um, you know, just real life stuff. And so we've missed a couple of sessions. At this point, we've been running like once a month, which is kind of on the low side. The story has reached a sort of boiling point that I really want to explore. Um, if you're familiar with the Giovanni Chronicles series of games, uh, the characters began as mortals and then kind of, I, I kind of did a slow burn where I really um, drew out the part where they're kind of in the um, inn and they have to interact with each other and uh, I put some sort of like external pressures via NPCs on them to to kind of stir the kettle a little bit and get yeah, them and kind some of... really dark, kind of weird characters. Oh, I know, too, yeah. So. I got like really, really, really fucked up characters, which is great because it's perfect for the subject matter. Um, and then uh, they went to Casa Giovanni and I kind of I did more with that than I think I did the first time. I, I definitely did better with it. I, I enjoyed it more. Um, I introduced some more vampires, and I put some different uh, twists on it, like kind of knowing where the meta plot is going in a way that I didn't fully comprehend the first time I ran it. Also, it's sort of interesting how the Giovanni Chronicles series of books is from a White Wolf perspective. And if you're a White Wolf honk at this point, this probably mean more to you than if you're not, but... The, white, the, the Giovanni Chronicles series of books came out and are really a sub-story within the Transylvania Chronicles series of books. They take place at a similar time and within the same geographic area as the Transylvania Chronicles. And, and to understand the bigger meta-story that is going on with the Transylvania Chronicles really puts the Giovanni Chronicles into a context. And now, the first time I ran it, I didn't understand that context. This time, I'm applying all well, of that to weird, it. Which is weird, because Transylvania Chronicles was after Giovanni Chronicles. I know. Giovanni was, Chronicles yeah. was first. I think the it first is. two books were out before Transylvania Chronicles was ever even launched. I think, the, I think the first three books might have been out before yeah. they, started even, they started even publishing Transylvania Chronicles books. Um, but if you look at the first one, uh, The Last Supper, which we're still mired in at this point... Um, that's not the, even a long book either. That's it's a not. Thin it's like a hundred pages or something. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's it doesn't even use the Dark Ages system. It does. It, it doesn't even know that the Dark Ages system exists. Right, because it didn't exist when yeah, they wrote it. Exactly. It's it's using like the there's there's a there's a section in the back that says like oh take out drive and put in ride and take out firearms and put in archery and stuff like that. Right. Um. So it's kind of like a proto Dark Ages game, and on some level, that is really exciting and cool from a now perspective because you can just get into that book and tear it apart and make it whatever the fuck you want it to be uh 
fucking, you know, 10, 20 years after knowing how it all wraps up, you know? So uh, that's been really fun, and that's allowed me to do some stuff with it that I wasn't able to do before. Uh, the characters get the characters get embraced at Casa Giovanni, even though they're there to be food, um, due to some stuff that happens in the plot. And then they're captured by a group of characters who call themselves the Founders. And this is one of the things I changed in the game. All, I mean, it didn't, when I was a kid, it didn't strike me as weird that the uh, the Hardestat and his chums called themselves the Founders, because I was like, oh, they found the Camarilla. But the thing that you don't think about when you're a kid and you're running this is that they don't know that they're going to found the Camarilla. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know that. Yeah. You know that because it's like hundreds of years later, and you know that they found the Camarilla. But how do they know that? So they're either kind of like arrogant, arrogant and pretentious little shits, or they they found the script laying on the ground and they read ahead a few pages. I'm guessing they're just arrogant shits. Just yeah, based they, off Hardestat. You but. can play them that way, um, but they're the, that level of arrogance seemed kind of peevish to me. So I renamed them the Camarilla. I was like, these guys are going to be the Camarilla, and then the organization organization that they found is going to be named after their coterie. Right. Um. So there's an option in the book. That it's in the book. I didn't make this up. Um, where the characters, after being um, captured by the founders, take on the rules of playing the founders, and then argue and debate amongst themselves as to whether they're going to let the characters, the player characters, live. And when I was younger and I ran this game, I did not let the players do this because I was a very like controlly GM guy. And instead, I kind of like just did all the parts myself, which I, it, it's interesting. Right. We'll, we'll get back to that in a second. It's but a puppet show. It's a puppet show. Right. Yeah, we've talked um, about that. Yeah, right. So this time, I let them run the founders. And what I did is, is I wrote up a little kind of personality profile for each founder. And then I, I, I asked them if they had particular clans they wanted to play. And then I distributed founders based on that. And people who said, oh, I really don't care, I just distributed them randomly. And then they had to play the character that they were dealt, and uh, it was it, it was really interesting watching them try to outmaneuver each other because each each founder has a set of goals they want to accomplish, and those are kind of roughly outlined in the book. And so I kind of put those I put those on the sheet, as well as some other factors from the Transylvania Chronicles and stuff that I thought would be um, interesting. Like for instance, uh, Hardestat and Jadwiga Almanov are both Ventrue, but they're working against each other. And I think that the Transylvania Chronicles series of books really gives you deep insights into why they'd be working against each other that are just not in the Giovanni Chronicles I always books. really liked the Arapod Dynasty and uh, and a lot of the Ventrue that were in those Transylvania Chronicles books. They, yeah. They made the Ventrue interesting to me, and, the- and they hadn't really been interesting to me. Um uh, to the point where I even got the the Venture Chronicles when that book came out. Mm, uh, right, thought about right. running that at one point. It's very loosely connected story, so that one might even be harder to run just because it's like, oh, you're here. Yeah, it's it's kind of all over the place, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, and it's you're not playing the same character throughout, so it's oh, kind interesting. Of disconnected. That's weird. Yeah. Um, there's a series of characters called the Eastern Lords, in um. Transylvania Chronicles, yeah. Transylvania Chronicles, <laughs> and then it's them uh, and the Arpod Ventru, right? And kind of like the way that these groups are supposed to be working together, but also against each other, and then the machinations that are within the Eastern Lords themselves. Mm-hmm. 
are very interesting. And I'm choosing to kind of highlight some of that stuff. But it was really it was really fun watching them get to play because I, I also let them do a thing where they, if they wanted to, they could jump into their player character to respond to something that one of the founders were saying. And so at times it was a little bit confusing when people were playing two characters. Right. But it was really fun. And the players got a lot out of it. What I liked about the Transylvania Chronicles and the way that it, it handled the Ventru uh, and the Zimache, uh was it made sense or, or it helped uh, explain how the Tremere could have survived uh, with everyone yeah, exactly. hunting them down. Exactly. Because before that, I was just like, man, how come just these guys didn't like roll tide on these chumps and like yeah. kick their asses? And then yeah. you read that and you're like, oh, okay. These guys were essentially occupied with this, you know, internecine warfare with each other, and, mm-hmm. and they didn't view them as a threat until it was too late. Uh, and by that point, they had solidified their power so much that there wasn't really a lot they could do. You know, it was like once they were inside their chantries, they were they were fairly well protected, and that gives them to the House of Tremere books as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's also this interesting thing about that you need to know Giovanni Chronicles to understand about the Transylvania Chronicles which is that um, in the Dark Ages, the Cappadocians are essentially the, like, viziers to the Ventru princes, right? They're, right. like, like every every domain has a Cappadocian, like, wise man or whatever that the, the, the prince relies upon for aid, for, 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 um, for insight, right? But because of what's going on in Giovanni Chronicles the Cappadocian Antediluvian is calling all of those characters back to uh, their homeland and he's because he's, because he's re-envisioning what the clan is going to be about, which creates a power vacuum inside of vampiric society. And then that, va- that, that vacuum is being battled over behind the scenes between the Tremere and the Sedites. And there's actually stuff in the Sedite clan books about that war, that kind of shadow war that was going on between the Tremere and the Sedites for who was going to have the ear of the Ventru. And it's so fun to play that out. It is so fun to work with that stuff. Well, Rites of the Blood uh, had a lot of really interesting stuff about the Cappadocians and the Giovanni and the and the Necromancy sections. Mm, so interesting. Get into it, so, uh, yeah, I should probably I, read that book someday. Yeah, I just finished reading it, and uh, and I was really impressed by how they brought a lot of that stuff before there was stuff i didn't like in that book uh i will be blunt about that but uh but there was a yeah. lot there was a lot of interesting I mean, stuff in there it's too. a v20 book which means that it's meant it's a it's, toolbox it's right super you, hit or miss you give um, and you take right yeah yeah i, I yeah it, it i would say i like the, the ghouls and revenants books the least of the v20 really? books yeah i didn't care for it very much uh the and a lot of that is because I feel I was comparing it against the vastly superior, the original uh, will not be surpassed. Ghoul's Fatal Addiction. Yeah, can't um, do it. Can't do it. Book's brilliant. Was so much better, and it got into the psychology of the ghoul and the oh, blood yeah. bond and everything else. And this really kind of walked a lot of that stuff back. And I did not care. Really? For it. Yeah, oh, that it, is so disappointing. Yeah, it, that is really disappointing I didn't care for to it hear. Very much. Oof. Um, Tamahe Rabuk was solid, though. I like that one. They did some interesting stuff. You are there. up I, on your lore, homie. You are like lore master right now. Getting that way, I guess. Well, like I said, I've just been trying to get through it so I can go on to the next item in the back catalog and the next item so I can kind of try and make some progress. I just, I don't know. Uh, we're both collectors. Dude. We both like to collect stuff. Oh, my God. And I feel like I just collect these things and I never do anything with them. Yeah. And I need to at least read them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, at this point, the characters have been released from the founders, and they are um, 
on their way to where they think they have this idea where they think they can find their old sires. And what is really interesting about the difference between the two games is when I ran the founders, I ran them the first time. When I ran them, I made them like super heinous. Like I just I wanted the players to hate them. Um so I made them like incredibly oppressive and mean. Well, so at that time, we tended to run those guys and this is not a criticism because I did this more than anyone, and maybe you did it too. But I tended to run them uh, like they were the uh, jock characters in uh, a John Hughes film. Yeah, so, yeah, sort of. So they sort would just of. be these just peevish assholes to everybody who just, we have all the power and all the authority, and aren't we great? And the players were the, you know... Uh, Ali Sheedy or whatever, you know what I mean? They were like the weird guys who were just trying to the the Anthony Michael Hall. They're just like, we're just trying to be ducky. We're just trying to be part of your world, man. And they're just like, oh, we're just gonna shit on you forever. And and I ran I ran the founders initially kind of like these violent bullies that just anytime they heard something that they didn't like, this is literally a note that I had for Hardestat. Anytime a character said something that Hardestat didn't like, he would physically beat one of them with his like crazy stats right <laughs> that seems unlike hardest stat like, uh, just... yeah i i don't know i could it... see that being like a brouhaha guy but hardest stat seems well... more like he'd either just present you or dominate you into into shutting down yeah i mean yeah muscle manos but like but, it, um... yeah, like i said they kind of they just ask they're like they're jerks for no good reason right right they're called i mean well they do have a reason they are classic elders they're classic elders they really do believe that it's the world is their oyster you know what i'm saying and you're just a fucking piece of shit who's getting in the way any hoosies so um this time the players hate their sires but kind of like the founders they're getting along really well with those guys even though the founders have given them an incredibly raw deal and they kind of right. know it they just fucking hate their sires and so now like there's a bunch of characters like in the party who are on this like big vengeance burn mission against the their sires and i really want to play it out i can't wait to play when they all meet up again uh, we were supposed to play on Saturday, and then shit came up, and we weren't able to. Um, so we have a meeting, not this weekend, but next weekend, and I'm really hoping to resolve that when we mm. meet again. Sounds good. There was the uh, case of the misbegotten Shadowrun game. Yeah, what happened oh, with that? Oh, my God. And, uh, oh, boy. That just kind of fell apart. Yeah. Oof. Um, Did you have trouble getting the characters? or No. <laughs> or Dude. Just couldn't, just couldn't make it work? I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't carry on, dude. Okay. You know, all right, so so background for the listeners. I started, uh, I, I, I got my friends riled up for a fucking Shadowrun game. I was like, I'm going to do it once a month because I play in a Warhammer Fantasy roleplay game once a month that that alternates with my vampire, so it, it never overlaps. I was like, well, I'll take that one weekend that I'm free and I'll fill it with a role-playing game, right? And I really wanted to run Shadowrun because I was really feeling cyberpunk. So I got these guys all riled up. I think people even went out and bought books. Richard, sorry. I love you, man. And um, and uh, we did a character creation at my house. And, uh, oh, boy. It was it was one of those character creations where, like, as it's happening, you're thinking to yourself, like, I don't know if I can do this. I may have contributed to that. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, an important lesson was learned, and here's the lesson, okay? So so GMs and storytellers out there, listen, listen up. 
group chemistry is not just about like ferreting out that guy who's going to be an asshole at your table or ferreting out the dude who's going to be a rules lawyer and then the dude who's going to who's more into like crafting narrative, all right? I recruited for this game a group of people who I knew were smart, people who were into the subject matter, people who I knew were good role players, right? What I failed to take into consideration is that two of them are kind of like jokester dudes. They like to make quips, right? And I really wanted to run like a serious game. I wanted to run like a serious dark game. And so one of them, I was kind of like, I kind of took him aside before. and I was like, hey, look, let's kind of keep it, like, let's keep keep a lid on the jokes. Let's keep a lid on that. And so he was trying really hard. But by the end of that character creation, the two jokester dudes were just riffing. They were riffing. Yeah, you you, you, you know. (laughs) I know. You're a jokester, and you're funny. You're funny, man. You're a funny guy. But the whole thing, like, just... To be clear, uh, no, I was doing it for character creation. It, I would have dialed it back before we ever got to the game. Um, just because it's that's not the type of character I was going to play. So, but it's just one of those things where it's like you're dealing with with these. I, I get to the point with Shadowrun in particular and, and Eclipse phase and those type of point yeah, by games yeah. where I'm just like, my brain is so full of all this math right now. Yeah. Like, I need a, a relief valve because yeah. this is getting kind of frustrating to build this. Well, a lot of people told me that when I was like despairing. I was mm-hmm. like, people were like, oh, yeah, you sure they're going to do that during the game though? And I was like, ah. Yeah. Anyway, the, the point is, is that we did the character creation and then I essentially lost the will to run right, the game. To and go I, on. Yeah. And I talked to some friends about it and they were like, look, dude, don't run the game if you can't run right. the game. And so, yeah. I if didn't. you don't want to do it, don't do and it. And so now it's dead. All and right. I feel bad about that. I feel bad that I, I, I feel bad that I did that. Sorry, sorry, guys. It's Evan, Richard. Well, sorry Jim. for being part of the downfall. <laughs> no, come on, it's not like that. This is this is about my personal failings, not yours. I yeah, I I I I didn't do it right. I didn't do it right. I didn't do anything right. I should I should have come at it from a completely different angle than I did. Maybe someday I will. But I like, don't know. Shadowrun to me is. It's kind of a ridiculous game, and a lot of those cyberpunk games are. The only one I can think of where I didn't go into the game thinking, like, this is a ridiculous game was Eclipse Phase. Um, Eclipse Phase, honestly, like, on the face of it, if you look at it from the from 100 yards away or whatever, is pretty ridiculous. Like, oh, I'm a sentient octopus, you know what I mean? Like you, There have but, been people who have criticized the game because of that. I am not one of them. It is a dark, dark game, whereas, yeah. you know, Shadowrun and, and Cyberpunk are just kind of like, eh, Cyberpunk. Oh, you mean the Cyberpunk game? Cyberpunk yeah, Cyberpunk yeah. The game. And it's just you, you end up with yeah. these weird things where it's like you, it's hard to do dark stories in those games just because of the nature of the game. Um, <sighs> you can build characters who are beat sticks, who are just insane beat sticks. There's, in those there's a weirdly jokey element that creeps into Shadowrun games, and the people who like to play it a lot are people who are who I think are by nature kind of jokey, and they and there's this kind of weird like humor that like i don't know anyway i think there's just a lot of weird stuff in the game it's just kind of a weird game it's it's a blend of fantasy and science fiction and it's a bunch of dystopia and it's just it's kind of all over the board you know what i mean yeah you anyway you have to put a lot of work into it and really control 
all aspects of it, which means that you have to really, I don't know. Anyway, the, I could sit here and make yeah. a bunch of excuses again, like I said. Not a bad game. It's fun. I, I've had sure. fun every time I've played Shadowrun. I haven't sold my books. I yeah. still have like 10,000 books here. And I, I do have Shadowrun Anarchy. I might, I, I could see doing that. I could see um, busting out this game, The Sprawl, or this other game, The Veil. They're, those are both uh, powered by Fate. I think there's even another Fate-powered uh, um, right. fucking... It's called Interface Zero or something. That's like a cyberpunk... That's a cyberpunk uh, RPG. I have Anarchy. I haven't read it yet, though. It's a cool book. It's, it's a great Yeah, yeah. They, lots of cool books. I own lots of cool books. Anyway, so that was a huge fail. That was a huge fail. Happens. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess the last thing... But I'll kind of say that I'm like this isn't like a thing that I've done. This is more like a thing that I'm doing, which is I um okay. So this does relate to Warhammer a little bit. Uh, I've been I've been spending a lot of time lurking on these Warhammer buy sell trade forums that are on Facebook, and they're fucking amazing. If you want to like if you if you have shit you want to get rid of, or if you have something that you're looking for that's very particular, they're very great. They're super great. Um, I have a. AOS Nurgle Army up on the 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 Age of Sigmar one. By the way, guys, if you want to buy my Nurgle Army, it's there. Email me. Um. So, because you and I have been getting revved up for Shadow War, Adam and I have a have a very kind of like we're. I think can I can I speak for you here? Sure. Like you Adam and I are really into narrative storytelling in our miniatures games. And I'm really into small unit tactics, and GW has this new fucking um, this old, everything old is new yeah. again game coming out that's 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 based on uh, small small unit tactics in the in the universe of it's Warhammer 40k. Essentially, so stoked for it to come out, and I was like, what is the thing that Adam and I could use to really be like the glue between battles to make this thing even more narrative and more immersive? And I was like, I know. Warhammer role-playing games. So I went on the Warhammer 40K buy-sell trade, and I was like, who's got fucking Dark Heresy? Yo, I want to buy your Dark Heresy from you. And so uh, I ran into this guy who has some books, and I'm trading him models for books. And so I've got some books coming in the mail, and I did pick up the Dark Eldar Road Trader book because it was on Amazon super cheap. Dark Heresy is super uneven. Um, what, the books? The books. Uh, Rogue Trader, I would say Rogue Trader is probably the the best of them. Okay. Um, and then if you want to play like uh, Xeno Stomping Badasses, uh, Death Watch will scratch that itch. But Dark Heresy, unless you start people uh as the inquisitor's handbook or whatever like whatever that add-on book is that lets you oh, do yeah, like yeah. elite level characters well, that's ascension right yeah ascension or whatever it is it's got like the uh sororitas and a bunch of other stuff yeah. in there oh wait you uh, I don't know. and and assassins and some other things you are going to spend so much time sucking and not accomplishing your goals and it's it can be a slog it can be a really brutal slog this is good to know um, um I, I do have a contact who's getting me their copy of rogue trader okay because i, I wanna, liked rogue trader a lot 
Um, I played in a Rogue Trader game, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I've never run Death Watch, but I wanted to. And I've never run Black Crusade, but I wanted to. And if you ever want to borrow any of those, let me know, because uh, I have all the Chaos books for Black Crusade. Solid. Uh, but And Black Crusade is another one where, like, oh, well, I'll be a cultist. I'll be a Chaos Space Marine. There is a huge power disparity that <laughs> yeah. is inherent in that game. Um, yeah, it's just Dark Heresy, I never felt like it was playable as is. Uh, it felt like it needed a lot of help. See, I don't want to play it as is, because honestly, I mean, I've played it a couple times, and I had a similar feeling where I was like, there's something kind of missing. There's something that this game yeah. needs. I would say that for normal roles, I would probably start people out with a flat plus 20, plus 25 bonus. On just everything? On everything, just straight off the top, because otherwise you're going to be like, I shoot my last pistol at uh the heretic i miss okay uh, i shoot my last pistol at the heretic again i miss okay <laughs> i shoot my last pistol at the heretic again i miss and, there, there was one time in the game and then I, it's going to be like oh the heretic takes a shot at you and he's been missing oh he rolled really well and now you're dead <laughs> um and, and it was one of those things where it was it was very you could die in one hit I, I, I had a game that I was playing in once, and I think that the person who runs that game, running that game, is listening. And if if he is, you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are, man. And uh, we were fighting against some kind of character who had this psychic power up that said that no matter what, if you shoot at him, you miss. Right. So we were shooting at him, and we're like, pew, 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 and we could never hit him. And we're like, right. this fucking sucks. We're just going to fight him. So we start fighting him with our hands, and um, we grapple him to the ground, and then we tell somebody, put a fucking gun to his head and pull the trigger. And so we did. We put Missed. the gun like right to his head. And, <laughs> and the GM sitting there behind the screen, he goes, you miss. And we were like, what the fuck are you talking about, pal? Are you fucking serious, man? Come on. I know you're listening. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I'm not gonna be doing that. It's I'm not yeah, gonna do it, that. I mean, I, I understand. I've played I played the game. I feel like I, I'm basically familiar with its like its failings. I'm 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 interested in are doing you a lot the of second work edition on or it. The first edition. I'm getting I, the first edition. I never got the second. That edition. fucking second edition uh-huh. is so hard to find, and the okay. people who will sell it mm-hmm. uh, are like one. bonkers. They're, yeah, they're, they're fucking. Yeah. Oh, dude, the cheap one on eBay was 135. The expensive one was 250. Exactly right. You can go on Amazon. The fucking like source books are still on there for sale. Right. But it's like, oh, you want to get into the game? You get two hundred fifty dollars my book. It's like, uh, fucking forget it, man. That ain't gonna happen. I don't know what they did in second edition. That was so much different than first edition. All the books Dude. were first edition books. They relaunched second edition. Didn't release any books, and then no, they shut it they down. Have, there's oh. like half a dozen source books. Only War is the other one. Uh, I haven't run on Only War, and I haven't really done anything with you it. You see, I, Only War, and um. Only War is kind of a bummer to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Crusade and Death Watch are super easy to get into. You can mm-hmm. like you can buy the core books for like less than cover on eBay. Really? But then like Dark Heresy and Rogue Trader, you gotta like pay through the fucking nose right. for. I don't know. I mean, people must fucking love those games or something because I don't you, know. Gotta, you gotta pay through the fucking nose for those goddamn books. Those are the ones I wouldn't sell. I'd sell Only War, but it's like I don't. Because I just I don't like guard I don't like the guard I don't like IG so yeah. I, I just can't see ever running it or playing it, um, and yeah, I didn't I, it's the that. one that I didn't bother getting I think I got two of the supplements for it and none of the other one or mm. maybe I think I only got one supplement for it, and so 
I just it wasn't I didn't do anything for me. I was kind of like, eh, all right, oh, I don't well, really want to play this. Yeah, Adam and I have been working on uh, fleshing out our own backstories for a imperial sector that we've been working on called the Reclusium Sector. Like true nerds. True nerds writing backstories and shit. We're coming up with solar systems with fucking like intrigues going on. That's right. Fucking nerd shit. Um, So I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about the games of Shadow War that we're going to be doing. I'm very excited about seeing how we can merge that in with some like Dark Heresy slash Rogue Trader role playing. I'm very, very excited about some of those opportunities. Death Watch. Like all the, um, <laughs> all the, uh, uh, the painting and customization of models we're going to have to do in order to like really make that pop. I'm just very, yeah. very excited. That's, so that, that's, that's the stuff that's been going on with me. Um, cool. Painting's fun. Painting's great. Any books um, you're tracking? Anything new that's coming out you've been looking at? Dude, Kickstarters I've, I you pledged really, on anything? Uh, oh, dude, no, I've been. I didn't. <laughs> I know uh, you sent me that like Lexocultum or whatever, yeah. and I was just kind of like, I started looking at it, and I was like, I don't need yet another like dark, yeah, occult role playing game. I have Cult. I have Chronicles of Darkness. Yeah. I have World of Darkness. I like. I just. I don't need another one. I was pledged super deep on Lexicultum, and then I was like, "Brendan, yeah. look at your life. What are you doing? What are you doing, dude?" <laughs> I, I did that with Synthesize, and then I was just like, "I don't oh, need yeah, this." Oh yeah, I almost pledged that. I almost pledged that. I punched out just because I was like, "I don't need this. This yeah. isn't. This isn't going to do anything for me that I don't have already." Uh, I have so many other role-playing games that I either haven't run. I know. Or, and it's just, it's like, do I need this? Do I, I and so I had thing. to take a long, hard look at my life. And I was like, dude, I don't need this. Dude, I feel like you and me and Ben were all in the same spot where it's like, it's been like this crazy kind of like drunken year of like mm-hmm. role-playing and miniatures gaming. And like, we're sitting here. Oh, I the... started the drunken miniatures gaming like this year. Well, last I... year was drunken role-playing. Right, gaming. Dude, this year's drunken miniatures game. I started my drunken miniatures gaming in like in sixteen. Yeah, but... you had us beat with yeah, Age of Sigmar, so you started back up before we did. I, I did. didn't start buying into Shadow War until January. Yeah, well, we and didn't that know it was, was out. when I started throwing money down the black hole. That oh, is miniatures I know. Game. Any anyway, uh, we're, plastic crack. We're all kind of like having this moment where we're sobering up, and I'm realizing I got to focus, man. Mm-hmm. And do I really need to buy new games and new systems? I got so many games here that I don't really even run. Why don't I just focus on the things that I'm doing? Like really get my Dark Eldar looking hot. Right. Really make my Giovanni game pop. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm looking ahead towards um, Crit Hit. And it's like, I want to run yeah. uh, Sharp Swords and Sinister Spells. Oh, and I want to run. Oh, sign me up for that. Right. Did and you I pledge wanna... Crit Hit, by the way? Yeah. I uh, pledged Crit Hit as yeah, well. Yeah, I pledged at 50 so I could get a messenger bag. Nice. Um, and so, uh, like, I want to run that, and I want to—I I just want—I want to run some different stuff this year. I want to run some stuff I haven't run before. Um, and so I'm kind of going through my collection, like, what what is in here that I haven't run that I'm just—I want to run, and won't like not attract any players like Gamma World. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what my options are there. I want to uh, play in your Sharp Swords and Sinister Spells game at Crit Hit. I don't know how much I'm going to be running at Crit Hit because, like, that last, the last time I ran at a con was the Arizona Game Fair, which were where we recorded an episode that right. is unreleased. Oh, yeah. yeah. Vault, vault shit, man. That's right. 
And um, we're talking my, about, oh man, it's going to be after the con we release it too, yeah. so it doesn't really matter. And it was like months yeah. after the con. G- now. Jim came on as a guest and was yep. like, hey, pledge crit hit. And yep. here we are. Like, yeah. We didn't even get that <laughs> it's on. It's over. The, yeah, yeah, I know. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Um, and I, I had a uh, Carcosa game that didn't go off at that. And uh, then I also ran Beneath the Inverted Church. And that was a shit show. That was not, <laughs> that a, was not me. At I my found the ones that hour. don't go off are, are more demoralizing than the ones that go off poorly dude dude man like, i had such a hard time after my gamma world game didn't go off i was so demoralized dude, i was like what am i even doing i wasn't demoralized i fucking i fucking had that thing at like a 9 a.m on sunday slot yeah. and i so i got up at 8 a.m and i'm like driving to the convention center with like squinty squinty eyes you know and i was like i was like i was like thinking to myself do I even want anyone to show up? And the only answer that came back from the void was no. no. Yeah. I uh, hope that no one takes the bait on this thing. Please, God, let so no one want an to... early game. Dude, it's like, yeah, especially know, if you're going to be hanging out with your friends and drinking I'm, or whatever I'm the night such before. A like, fucking just don't idiot. Do I know, right? So, I don't know. I kind of swore off running games at cons after Arizona Game Fair. Okay. But maybe if Jim Miller is like s- super, I had a lot of fun running Cthulhu guy. Tech at. at crit hit so i'll run like crit hit was the shit i'll run a game like that again i had crit fun hit playing fun. uh lamentations, lamentations yeah crit we hit. had a blast so crit it's hit. like i will run a game at a con again i'll have a fun yeah. like, and you're gonna have to run a game at a con if we got signed up for no that's very hush hush i'm gonna yeah. edit this part out yeah i'm All gonna right. have to run a game at a undisclosed con, con. The, the, for the, undisclosed reasons for undisclosed, at an undisclosed reasons. location undisclosed hashtag black bag 2017 hashtag book. hashtag <laughs> um yeah so that's what's kind of going on with us um i think this is a good well w- welcome back adam yeah well, welcome, welcome back, back to, to fucking, you welcome back is to there Full anything RPG. coming up that you're excited about uh, other than shadow wars or anything you're just like this is my just blood just my next fucking giovanni session man just my next giovanni session when the psychopaths all encountered the fucking undead psychopaths, and they well, all be fun. fucking I noticed battled. there's no, there's nothing on the uh, coming soon part of the Wizards of the Coast site. Interesting. For Dungeons and Dragons. It's the Tales of Yawning Portals, last thing on there. Um, oh, no, character sheets are going to come out in June. Oh, God, who cares? And it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, White Wolf is still there doing the V20, but that's Well, Onyx Path later. does V20. Right. Yeah, but they're but it's later sometime maybe this year. Oh, you mean for uh Vampire Five. Yeah, or yeah, V five, yeah. Sorry. Oh so yeah. V five is supposed to come out at some point, yeah. but they're being very vague about when that's gonna be, and it just kinda seems like it, it seems like board gaming really is, is where the renaissance is right now, where a lot of stuff is coming out. Uh and, board gaming and, and miniatures gaming. And miniatures gaming, yeah. But yeah. It, it really feels like there's not a ton going on in the role playing world right yeah, now. Role so if you know of anything, hit us up role. and let us know. I'd love to know about anything new that's coming out that uh, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you're just I feel like I don't know. The, Focus was my was my intention. Maybe you know, focus is my intention. I shouldn't I shouldn't be making intentions for you. I just I, want I I want something to I I want to see something new. I want something that comes out and I like like Shadow War different. I'm like I want that. Uh, whatever that is, I want to be part of it. And right me, now, I just I don't feel that way about anything. To me, that's cult and 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 cult. <laughs> is it's, it I'm coming? Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna because unknown that. armies is coming. Oh, unknown armies! Our shit is gonna is like gonna be here. They're anytime. delivering it, and anytime. and same with uh, I am zombie. 
Yeah. That should Late, be coming any day coming. now. Should yeah. be coming any day now. But Cult, I, I don't know when that's coming. It's No, I, they, they, they put out a... Uh, I pledged for all of the stuff. And oh so my, my guess is I'm going to be waiting a very long time. I probably put like... Four hundred dollars or something. I put three twenty or something. You did so more than ridiculous. I did, but I am going to be waiting for all of that because I bought all of the books, like the Black Madonna and all those me other too. books. Tarot. Account. I pledged for all the books, and I was like, "All right, just send yeah. me all the books, and they won't send it until they have all of them ready." And yep. you're going to be waiting a while for that. I know. Like I think the people who backed that with Seventh C, where they were like, "I want all the books," are still just like. I don't even have my core book yet because none of the other stuff is out yet, right? Ooh, like you're just waiting for all hurts. of these. You're just waiting for all of the supplements to get done. <sighs> and they're not going to piecemeal ship them well, to you. On the on their last. Um, I guess I can't say that for sure. I don't know that for sure. Well, there's an there was an option, I think. Right. On there. Wasn't there a piecemeal or yeah, all or at once? All at I once. definitely chose I all chose all at once. once. Yeah, because it was less expensive. Way less expensive. Yeah. But like I got fucking dice. I got tarot cards. Oh, I, I got like three copies cards. of the core book. I mean, I like. Oh, I got, I got like a, I got like a hard cover, a soft cover, a Bible oh. cover. I so mean, you I went got nuts because like, I just I got the so normal nuts. edition, and then I got all of the add-on books. I got the player's handbook. Hell, you got fucking player's Black handbook. Black Madonna. Got fucking that. I got the other book that was like the stories from the previous version that Tarot they had uplifted, and so yeah, I, yeah, dude, I fucking can't wait for Colt. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't get super revved up for anything until Colt comes out. Yeah. I mean, Colt is just—it's out there. It's looming. I'm just waiting for it. Just waiting for it, man. I'm so stoked. Man, I hope that's a good book. Dude, I know, right? <laughs> if it sucks, I'm going to be sucks, like... I'm just going to be like, well, that was a waste of money. Whoopsie. Womp, womp. But, you know, um, they've kept up with the uh, updates, and mm-hmm. I, I have no reason to think that they're going to just stop. I don't know. There's PDF versions available for I Am Zombie and Unknown Armies if you want to read those. They're, they're all care. out. And I'm just like, I don't care about PDFs. (laughs) Oh, you know what's finally kind of like getting ready to ship is my uh, Blades in the Dark. Oh. Which, uh, I mean, holy Christ. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that's like two years overdue. (laughs) I'm like, I'm super stoked to get that. Because uh, the word on that game is it's like an amazing game, you know? Yeah, I'm just... I'm at the point where I don't know if I'm going to pledge anymore. I, just, I think I'm just going to wait for stuff to come out and buy it when it comes out. Well, that's that's what I'm saying is that, like, just pledge things that wouldn't happen unless you pledged them. Yeah. Like, I pledged uh, that Cold War uh, spy game. Um, I can't, can't remember what it's called all of a sudden. And I pledged, a uh, like, an Afrocentric heroic fantasy game called Kikanga. You know, these are things that, like, you're never going to see it on the shelf right. at, like, Game Depot. You know, they're, yeah. uh, or, or they they simply wouldn't exist if, like, interested role players didn't, didn't go out of their way to buy them. Um, so that stuff's fine. But, like, all this, like, like oh, White Wolf is, is launching a player's guide, and, and it funds in, like, two minutes. I mean, right. who cares? That's just, I mean. Prince's Gambit. It doesn't no, matter. Really, yeah. it I doesn't watched, matter. The, I thought about doing Prince's Gambit, then I watched the demo video of it. And was just like, well, not interested. <laughs> like, I have that game already. They just took the mechanics from other games. And, really? Yeah. It's it's essentially the mechanic from Battlestar Galactica. Oh. They oh, took yeah. the it's Battlestar Info, Galactica mechanic and said, hey, uh, us too. And I was just like, oh, well, don't care. I have that game already. Well, you know, after that uh, court ruling that you can't trademark um, game systems, mm-hmm. you know, that you can like, 
But essentially, game systems, if somebody writes a game system, it's free to be stolen, which, you know, White Wolf can't get too upset about people stealing theirs because they steal so much shit all the time. Right. Here they are. They steal Battlestar Galactica. Hey. They stole Shadowrun. I'll be right back. I'm going to write a game called Radoshun, and um, it's going to be awesome. Just fistfuls of D6s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um, so I mean, but it's it's it, it, it's it's open game on systems at this point. You can just basically steal whatever you want. <laughs> nice. Make make a small change. So which every, you want to do so anyway. everything is is essentially D and D three then, where it's the the OGL. Open gaming license. Yeah. 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 So yeah, everything's OGL now. Pretty much by by fiat. On, on some level, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. I mean, people will still post that stuff in their um. They still post that open gaming license thing in the back of books, but I don't even know why. Right. Did you see that uh, uh, Lamentations of the Flame Princess opened up uh, licensing where you can like? Oh, did they? Yeah, you can oh. like write Lamentations of the Flame Princess uh, modules now and like put their fucking logo on the I front. I thought people had been doing that already. I think people were, which yeah. is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was under the impression that that was already open. The thing about Lamentations is that it's so underground, and the people who are into it are gen- generally underground kind of people. Yeah. That I think that they were just thinking, "Oh, hey, it's all good, right?" And they were right. just doing it, and now it's just official that you can. Right. Okay. So. Anyway, it's a solid dude. System. Um. I feel like this is a good comeback. Don't call it a comeback, everybody. No, uh, go ahead and call it a comeback because we've been lazy. <laughs> we've been lazy. <laughs> I've been I, lazy. So. I, dude, I, dude, no one's been more lazy than me. No one's been more lazy and melancholic and kind of adrift than me. Um, yeah. This is. If, you do, if, are if you this, just kind of like laying in bed at night listening to Smashing Pumpkins albums, kind of uh, staring into the middle dude, distance? Dude, that and, was me like, I don't know, five, ten years ago. Mostly it's been me going on Netflix and being like, seen it, seen it. Don't care, don't care. Seen it, don't care. You know? What's that, Iron Fist? <laughs> not a chance. No, I there is, n- I don't, I don't there care is, about Iron Fist. There's not it's enough like team like, China, hey, homie. Do you watch, I, I, I just I don't like, I don't care about that character. I kind of don't care about Luke Cage. I kind of cared about Alias, but I started trying to watch it, and then like she's getting railed by Luke Cage, and my kid walked into the room, and I'm like, I guess I'm not. That was the first episode. I, like, I guess I'm not finishing it, so I didn't finish watching Alias. Here's the either. thing, man. Like these Marvel shows that everybody goes bonkers for. Or Jessica like, Jones, Alias was the comic. I, I I get through maybe the first two or three episodes. And I'm like, this is kind of interesting, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? This is also kind of boring and dumb, and I quit. Yeah. I've never made it through one. I haven't seen a full season of any of those Marvel really? shows. Not a single one. Daredevil season one was solid. Daredevil season two wasn't particularly good. Even I feel like even Daredevil season one became tedious. There's something about the comic book narrative that they keep regurgitating over and over and over to us that like is has become intensely tedious. And there's this way that Marvel I feel that makes way about them. the movies. Dude, I was about to say. I'm burned out with the movies. The movies have this kind of like smirking coolness uh-huh. to it that I am over. Yeah. I am so over. I'll probably still see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but it was I like I don't I have no interest in I didn't Dude, see Dude, I, I haven't seen Logan. Everybody says that's an actually a good movie. I didn't see Logan. I didn't see Doctor Strange in the theater. Uh, I finally saw that on that. Didn't see it. DVD the other like a week ago. And what was the one before that? I don't know. Don't Whatever. Know. Iron Man Fucking 3 wasn't particularly good. Civil War was... Civil move. War was... Dude, oh, good. I saw Civil War on DVD, and it was, like, fine, I guess. Yeah. That's That's basically... I liked Civil War. I didn't like Iron Man 3, and it's just... I didn't... Eh. And the Thor movies were... Oh, boy, yeah. I tr- I rewatched Thor The Dark World recently yeah. because I was trying to, like, nab color schemes Some dark from my, Eldar. From yeah. my Eldar. Yeah, I was going to say. And I was like, man, this movie is so boring yep. compared to what I remember. Yeah. I remember being, like, 
like really fun, and uh, now watching it, I'm like, yeah, it ain't a good here. one. Yeah, it's, no, it's probably one of the weaker ones. Yeah, it's very, very not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kept the first Captain America movie. I didn't really care for. Either. Never even saw it. I remember watching it and just being like, I don't care. Never even saw it, man. Yeah, yeah dude. I think I, I'm kind of moving on to other things. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. We are definitely at a point. We as a kind of gaming group, um, are at a point of transition. We're all kind of trying to figure out what the next thing is going to be, which is kind of interesting. It's interesting. I feel like we, in this last year, we got a lot out of nostalgia in a certain way. We yeah. did some D and D. We did some vampire. Well, know, I didn't do any D and D. You didn't play any fucking D and D. I played some D and D. Only game I played in the last year was Gamma World. That was about it. That's that was like my big return. In a fifteen, a fun game. I played a bunch of five, and I have not felt compelled to return to it. And then um, in sixteen, I started up doing Vampire again while flirting with other systems, and I couldn't really make anything stick with those other systems. So. Yeah. Yeah, I bought all the five stuff. I haven't run it. I haven't played in any games for it. I kind of just feel so like five I played is, so much Dungeons and Dragons that I sometimes I, I hanker for new. for fantasy, and then sometimes I'm just I think to myself it's so done, it's all been done to death. What the fuck are you gonna do with it? Anyway, yeah. Anyway, who you want to give some shout outs to? Who what who who would we give shout outs to? Like oh. I want to give a shout out to Justin Soroyce, who has kept up with me during our interlude here and who remains a fan of the show. Thank you, Justin. I really appreciate you. I want we already gave a shout Talk out to out the Orc Gore. Orc Gore. Shout out to Orc Gore Jim who's Miller. fucking stud. Shout out to Jim Miller. <clears throat> shout out to Jamie at Coliseum Rex, who I'm hoping to see this summer for Crit Hit. Um shout out of course, as I said, Justin Soroyce, we're gonna see him at Crit Hit, which yep. is still I'm super stoked for that. Um you know, shout out to the homie Thunderproof who actually sent me a really cool care package like a couple months ago, and I don't think I ever got around to thanking him on the show. Thank you. He wrote a note and he said, "Say hi to you know." He listed the associated characters and he said, "And to that dog that's always barking in the background, <laughs> which that dog's name is Jax." What's up, and, Jax? And I did say hi to him, and he didn't bark this time, which yeah. is pretty rad. Um, what else, man? Our local well, game stores, Games U, which is the new one on the east side of town. That's uh, true. That's a new game, game store. Game Depot and Imperial Outpost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All, all doing solid work. And then, you know, to uh, um, our, our friends, Gustavo and Alberto and, um, yeah, yeah, the old school homies, the, the old school tried and true homies, still sticking with it after all this time. Uh, so, And we'd like to thank you, listener. If you're still out there, if you're still subscribed, if you didn't, if you didn't like swipe, swipe left on us when you're like, ah, these guys aren't even putting anything out. Fuck those guys. Well, here we are. We're back. We're back. Bangers only, bitch. This is only bangers. Only fucking top, top dance floor killer tracks, yo. And we're back. Yeah. And we'll be back soon. I don't know about that. Well, we'll be back soon with more fucking role playing talk. In the meantime, uh, there's the Full Metal RPG Insta. There is. There's the Full Metal RPG uh, Facebook page yeah, that we is. do that we do hear from people on every so often. All right, that's good. We got a game that we got a review on that. Uh, uh, somebody hit me up on there and they want oh, us to they? review their game. So you know what this will do for the next episode? All right, we'll let's review, review this. Game. We'll review this. I love reviewing game. games. He we'll wrote try a game. to actually get the mechanics right on this he one. He wrote it. Oh, dude, come on! Don't, be, don't beat yourself <laughs> we'll up. up. Don't beat yourself up, man. 
Um, so we're gonna get that game. And we're gonna gonna go ahead and give that thing a review. And uh, let's see. The yeah yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, and thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Have a good night. Night. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. Storm many man's soul and faith. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Me, damn sure the pilot. Washed his hands and sealed his fate. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. Oh yeah. But what's puzzling you is the nature of my game. I stuck around St. Petersburg. When I saw it was a time for a change I killed the Tsar and his ministers And a stage screamed in vain I rode a tank, held a general's rank When the blitzkrieg rained and the bodies stank oh, Pleased to meet you, hope you
shit dude this is a fucking dirty podcasting hashtag dirty podcasting